Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzer. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work that you are created to do in this world. And in today's episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, I am going to share with you how you can create the life of your dreams. Uh, it might have something to do with hypnosis. Who knows? It might have something to do with being intentional about how you spend your days. It may have, you may get an insight about the value of documenting how you're investing the most valuable resource that, well, one of the most valuable resources that God has given you every day, your time. I'm going to be sharing with you uh, just the incredible way that I've created the life that I have today through being intentional about dreaming the things that I want, how I incorporate technology to help me stay focused on my investments of times, to evaluate my days, and what you're about ready to hear in this episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show is what was originally meant to be an episode of the Audio Journal. I have this podcast called The Audio Journal. It's meant for only true fans of my community. You'll hear a lot more about it at the very end of this episode. But um, I, 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 there, there are times when I might not show up here in the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I'm currently a couple weeks ahead on content because I've been super inspired and I have lots more margin in my life. That's very intentional. You hear how I created that margin uh, through my schedule, making sure that I put everything in three different days of the week and I have no scheduled activities on uh, four other days of the week. You'll get in insights in that. But basically what happens is I, I'm super inspired to create a lot of content right now, but there have been times over the past several months where I've not shown up for a couple weeks at a time and I have this new commitment. I will only create content when I feel inspired to create content. And I always feel inspired to create podcast content for the audio journal. There is no other podcast that I create that I enjoy and love more than the audio journal podcast. And this is an episode that gives you an example of what that content is like. That It is this deep in behind-the-scenes stuff. Not every week is it like a day-by-day restoration of, of what I did every single day. But today is all about how I'm using the Day One uh, journal, the Day One app, to document my days, how I'm using it, why I'm using it, why I'm so excited about the way I'm using it today versus years ago. It's incredible stuff. And also... I've recently gone down a really deep dive in a book called uh, The Wizard Within. I'm studying hypnotherapy. And don't wait, don't seriously, wait till you get to the end of the episode. I almost didn't include it because this episode was already over an hour when I started talking about it. But right after about an hour of this content, I get into some of the things that I thought initially about hypnotherapy, but then the things that this really opened my eyes to dispelled a lot of myths and misconceptions and some concerns I had about the subject matter. I'm super excited about this podcast episode. I hope that you will listen to this all the way through the end because I, I felt inspired to create this and, and 
if you're if you look at the timestamp, chances are maybe some people just looked at the timestamp for this episode and said, "Yeah, hour forty minutes, not gonna happen." Okay, not a big deal. But uh, I, I felt led to give you guys this episode, and and now what you're gonna do, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna press a button here, and you're going to hear the very beginning of how I started my recording today before I even. Well, I'll just enjoy. Well, hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Audio Journal Podcast. My friends, I am going to be doing something crazy today, something that I felt led to do. I'm going to be live streaming the recording of this particular episode of the Audio Journal. Now, nobody is hearing this or seeing this online at this very moment in time, It's just for you right now, unless I decided to put this out also as episode 634 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I have no idea. It's all up in the air as far as how this content will be used down the road, but I am getting ready to go live on Facebook in just a moment. So with that being said, I am getting ready to go live on Facebook. And I'm going, and by the way, I I share that because I'm going to be recording my screen of my iPad during most of this episode. So if you would like to see the video of what I'm about ready to start recording and broadcasting, blah, 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 all that good stuff, then you can go to facebook.com slash cliffravenscraft and look for Friday, January 24th, 2020 in my timeline the video of recording of that live stream should be there. Also, I'm going to publish this, hopefully, as long as it gets recorded well. It will be published as vlog episode 291 on my YouTube channel. So you can go to youtube.com slash Cliff EOTC, which stands for Cliff Encouraging Others Through Christ. Again, that's youtube.com slash Cliff EOTC or youtube.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. Both of them should get you there, I think. Anyway, uh, and then if you go to playlists, you can look at the vlog, and episode 291 will be the recording of this. I, I think I got all of these episodes number right. Uh, if, at, yeah, I, I trust you'll be able to find it. All right, so with that being said, I'm just going to click a little button over here, and I am going to go live. And so I should be live right now on Facebook, and welcome everybody watching the replay on Facebook. Real quickly, I want to let you know what I'm doing here is I am recording an episode of the Audio Journal, episode number 128 of the Audio Journal. This is where I share a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, just random different things that are going on in my personal and professional life where I'm taking every area of my life to the next level. Rather, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, my main podcast, typically has more of a prepared approach, things that I want to share, things that I've outlined, things that I've thought out in advance. Usually, I like it to be that kind of way uh, for the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, and I I just wanted to make sure I still had an outlet to just speak about things off the top of my head without thinking ahead of time, what is it exactly that I want to share? So this is the audio journal. I don't typically make this available for free. Uh, It is something that is available only to my Patreon subscribers. You can find out more over at mindsetanswerman.com slash Patreon. 
mindsetanswerman.com slash Patreon is where you can learn more about the audio journal. If you like what you see on this Facebook live stream, if you like what you see either on my YouTube, if you're watching YouTube vlog episode number 291, for example, on YouTube, uh, and who knows, I could choose to put this episode of the audio journal as an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. If that does happen, it's likely this might even be episode 634 of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I have no idea, but if you like what you hear here, this is going to give you a very good indication of the kind of content that you would get from me consistently in a podcast called The Audio Journal. All right, so first thing I'm going to do here real quickly, I see that, uh, uh, let's see here, DG DG Hollums on Facebook says, I love Joust awesome shirt. So again, for those of you who are listening to the Audio Journal or the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, uh, you now know that you can go and find where you can find the Facebook live stream recording ar- archive of this vlog episode 291 on the YouTube channel. But yes, I am wearing my Joust uh, 1980s arcade stand-up t-shirt, logo t-shirt. I'm going to just go over here to Facebook and make sure everything's looking right. Uh, and yeah, I am broadcasting live on Facebook. Uh, great shirt, says Mark Mason, even. So let me see if I can't pull this up here. Oh, man, it's looking great on there. And Facebook Facebook would like to use Bluetooth. Let's do no on that. And I wonder if I can get comments to show up here on Facebook. So comments on. Ah, oh, look at that. Oh, man, if you guys only knew the the setup I had going on here, it's totally awesome. And by the way, if, if I do put this into the Cliff Ravenscraft show, I don't think I'm going to edit this. I, I could always change my mind later, and that's one of the things I love about life is you always get to decide what you want to do. You can be intentional about everything. But it looks like on... Uh, okay, so... Mark Mason says, woohoo, do great shirt, Facebook is great, awesome, thank you. Um, So everything's looking good there, and I may or may not see chats pop up on my iPad down here, but man, I'm having fun. So I'm sitting here in my studio, I'm inspired by my friend Ray Edwards, who has been doing his live at five in the mornings. That's a Facebook Live, I think he's doing it via Facebook Live and Instagram Live, and I have been following those the last several days, been catching them while I work out because I'm three hours ahead of him. It's usually eight o'clock in the morning. And so uh, the last two episodes of Ray's live stream have been pretty powerful messages. And I'm thinking, you know what I like about Ray's approach to his live streams is that at least, and this is no negative thing at all, but it just seems like um, it's not as planned out and thought out ahead of time. I think he he kind of feels like, if I had to assume, he goes into it thinking, ah, what is the topic of what I want to share? What's the message for today? What's the overall thing I want to get across to my audience? And he may have thought of a couple quotes to bring to the table or something like that. But beyond that, he just shows up on the live stream. And one of the things that I've been very impressed about is that sometimes he'll just something's not going right, he invites somebody on on Instagram, and the people on Facebook aren't even going to see it or hear what's going on there, and I love the fact that he just, he doesn't worry about all of the little nuances, the the end result for everyone, and, I, you know, I just like, man, I miss the freedom of that. I miss the freedom of all of those things, and so I wanted to get back to just getting out there and pushing out some content, 
And that's what I want to do today. So the cool thing is, is that I'm going to share with you some behind the scenes stuff. Like I said, this is an episode of the audio journal as far as first and foremost. So I'm actually creating the same kind of extremely valuable behind the scenes insider information that generally people who, the only people who get it who are subscribed to the audio journal via Patreon for 10 bucks a month. So one thing I want to tell you, one tool I want to tell you about is a brand new app that I'm using on the iPad. It's available on, I think it's available on practically every platform, including the web. And it's called, I think it's called Dynalist. Yeah, Dynalist. And what I'm going to do is, for those of you who are watching on video, I'm going to switch over to my iPad real quickly here. And show you. Actually, you know what? Let me, instead of showing the full screen of my iPad, I think I can put my iPad with me overlaid there at the bottom. So this right here is Dynalist. Some of you may remember that I used to recommend a product or an app called Workflowy. And Workflowy is an incredibly powerful tool. I've used it for many, many years and have loved it. But recently, I saw my friend Michael Hyatt post on Facebook, I believe, that, hey, I've loved Workflowy. It's worked great for me, but I found somebody new. <laughs> he, he says, I found Dynalist. It has much more functions and features and functionality. And the free version includes even more than the paid version of Workflowy. And so I'm like, okay, th- that's a pretty glowing praise from Michael Hyatt, I'm going to go check it out sometime. And so I downloaded it. And sure enough, it's awesome. And the cool thing is, you can, everything that I think that I would ever want to do in Dynalist, I can do on their free plan. However, there are, there are some paid plans that they have, or at least a paid premium plan. Uh, the things that were there didn't immediately jump out to me as things that I would need or want, at least not right away. And the cool thing is, is you get unlimited outlines, unlimited lists, unlimited everything on on the uh, on the Dynalist. Whereas Workflowy, if I'm doing too much outlining of content, I found that, man, there was some point where I had to bump up to the paid plan. I don't mind paying for things, by the way. Uh, but you, if you're like me, maybe you realize that sometimes it's just like, man, every little app seems to cost, you know, $9.99, $29.99, $49.99. Well, if you've been paying for Workflowy, that what you've been paying for with Workflowy, you can get for free with Dynalist. And it's awesome. And and the cool another cool feature, a basic feature that's available in Dynalist that's not available in Workflowy is you can actually have sec- separate files. So workflow, you can kind of do it in separate files by creating different sublists of lit of the main gigantic list, but you can actually create multiple lists in here. So I got show prep events. Uh, I've got workflowy, which is a backup of all my workflowy stuff. Oh, another cool thing is you can actually import your word workflowy uh, outlines. So all of those outlines I've done over all of those years are sitting right here. I've got this thing here from speaker tips or. Uh, at the event, you know, just different kind of stuff that's been filed away. Bike ready, bike, uh, Cincinnati or bike ride list. When I go for a bike, I don't know why I had that in here. Family from the heart, original stuff here. I have podcast answer man equipment uh, package tutorial video number one. This was an outline of just different stuff that I've had and uh, social media marketing world schedule. I mean, I just had all kinds of stuff in workflowy. 
Uh, and uh, I've got things in here for events, events that I've spoken at at the past and car rental information. I used to do all, I mean, I used to do everything inside of Workflowly. I'm, do, I'm going to do anything I would have done in the past. For right now, I am actually going to start using uh, Dynalist. So there you go. Suggestion number one, value bomb number one, check out Dynalist. It is a great wonderful replacement for Workflowy. And as I said, the the big thing there is if you've been paying for Workflowy, you can pretty much get everything you were paying for with Workflowy for free on the free version of Dynalist. Again, I'm not opposed to paying for software, but man, I'm so thankful for the functionality of what I've got here. So I'm showing on the screen right now, by the way, my, my iPad screen. I'm streaming that out to my video setup that I've got going here that's recording and broadcasting out to Facebook Live. And I'm using the Ecamm Live software, which is recording a local uh, .mp4 version of the video. And mp4 is actually not a version. It's a wrapper and all that other stuff. We're not going to get into technical details of all those things. But anyway, I've got a video backup. Hopefully, that's going to be saved here, high quality and stuff like that. And I plan on uploading this to YouTube all that fun stuff. But I wanted to share with you, this is originally and first and foremost, this is Audio Journal, episode 128. But I wanted to stream it on the web via Facebook Live because I've missed doing Facebook Live. By the way, hello to Rick Schonkweiler who's out there watching. I'm glad to see you here, Rick. Haven't talked to you in a while. Anyway, I wanted to also demonstrate how I'm using some of the software. So those of you who are watching the video version of this, you're going to see me going through my outline. And you can see that this is Audio Journal episode 128. It's likely to be vlog episode 291. And there's a possibility that a part of or all of this recording could be episode 634 or some other episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. All right, so here's my outline. Date weekend. I want to talk next I want to talk to you about date weekend. And actually before I talk about date weekend, uh here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in here to my outline because I didn't realize I was going to talk about workflowy replacement. So I'm going to add that in here into workflowy replacement equals Dyna list app. All right, so that's something new that I decided to talk about right on the on the fly, and so I'm going to add it in here so I realize it in the future. I can say, "What did I call? What did I talk about in episode 128?" And I can always come back to this and and see that. All right, so the next thing on my agenda to talk about is date weekend. So let let me. Uh, you know what I need to do before I do that? I noticed that my iPad is shutting off after it times out. And that's because I updated it to the latest, this iPad mini, I updated it to the latest version of something or other. And I just want to switch it to where the display does not go dark on me. Um, I hate having auto lock. I, I want to turn off auto lock to never. And that way I have constant uh, ability to to switch my camera views here in the studio. So full screen video here. I I, I love my wife okay i do let let me get this uh water bottle out of my way i love my wife we have been married for 23 years she is my best friend on this planet i am incredibly blessed 
to do life with her, to have her as my partner. I am more in love with Stephanie today than I was the day I met her, the day we got married. Our relationship is getting better and better every single day, every single week, every year. I'm incredibly blessed to have her as my partner in life. And one of the things that I love to do is to spend time with her, quality time with her. I love to have conversations with her. I love that I can say anything without any fear of judgment. It's not that she's not making judgments of the things, but that she never holds the things that I say, even when I'm wrong, against me. Now, don't get me wrong. She calls me on my bull crap. <laughs> and it's one of the things I love about her. But the thing is, is, we just have real, authentic, genuine conversations. Some of you have listened to the Family from the Heart podcast. You kind of know what I'm talking about already because you've experienced that over a decade in that particular podcast. But I, I love spending time with my wife. It's one of my favorite things to do. And the thing is, is I'm, I'm a workaholic. I love, and by the way, I, I say a workaholic, but I love to work. I, it's not like it's a, th- there are times when I've let it get to be a negative thing, but I love to work. I love what I do. I love to spend time creating content. I love to spend time planning the new thing, goals that I'm going after, accomplishing big things. I love what I, I love the work that I've created for myself. I love the work that God has created me to do in this world. I love the fact that I have discerned and discovered my identity for which I was created and that today I get to spend almost all of my time doing something directly in the dead center will of what I've discerned to be God's will for my life, the work for which I was created. So I love my work. <laughs> and and loving my work and loving to spend time with Stephanie, I got to tell you, sometimes, I, maybe you're like me, I don't know, but sometimes there are times when I tend to spend more time well, okay, it's appropriate for me to spend more time working than I do just chatting with Stephanie, right? But the thing is, is sometimes I I allow my work time to cut in sometimes uh, during the evenings, sometimes during the weeding, weekends. And don't now don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure that Stephanie would tell you that I'm her best friend. She said this publicly several different times. She loves spending time with me. Little uh, not so uh, hidden secret. I'm an introvert. I think Stephanie's an introvert. I'm pretty sure Stephanie's an introvert as well. That's not to mean we're not outgoing, but we recharge when we're by ourselves. So Stephanie will enjoy being alone and outside of the presence of another human being as much as I do to recharge and and to rejuvenate and, and to just have me time. Stephanie loves her me time. So I think that Stephanie loves that I'm a little bit of a workaholic, that I work during the evenings, not because I have to, but because I choose to. I think she loves the fact that I work on the weekends sometimes. I, I think she loves that stuff. But she also loves to spend time to me with me. And so when we make time to spend time together, we always have a great time. Now, thankfully, we've always had this practice of doing things like date night. Uh, more recently, we, we've been doing it for the last couple, I'd say the last couple years maybe, we've been doing date night every other Friday night. So every other week, Friday night is date night for Stephanie and I. And 
those are incredibly awesome evenings. Typically, we go out to dinner together. We talk about our dreams and goals, talk about what's been going on, what's been on our minds. Sometimes we go and, and take in a movie together. Uh, most recent movie I can remember off the top of my head was the movie Knives Out, which was awesome. But, but we just have really great evenings together. It's really awesome. But one of the things that we've been, we had been dreaming about and talking about for about two years is, I think this was on my Free the Dream 2018 wish list. All those things that I would love to be, a, I, I made a list of 50 things that I would love to have as a part of my life that wasn't currently a part of my life. What are my dreams of the future? What, what do I, in, in what ways would I love to create new things in my life? That's, that's what I was asking myself. And one of those things was this idea of date weekends, not date night, but date weekends, and specifically date weekends once a quarter, like once every three months, going away for a date weekend. We are just now at the place where our kids are old enough for us to leave to leave home for the weekend and know that everything's going to be taken care of. Uh, and And well... I want to tell you that I just experienced, Stephanie and I just experienced the first official date weekend. It's not like we haven't gone away for weekends before. We have, but this is the first one that is actually was intentionally known as date weekend. It happens to be the first month of a brand new year. So it's, uh, it's the first date weekend of the first quarter. We're already thinking about uh, date weekend for the second quarter of this year, which I think is going to end up being uh, Sedona, Arizona and and stuff so but right now what i want to do is i want to talk to you about how my experience with stephanie was for date weekend to january 2020 and first let me just share with you what are date weekends the idea is this is a three or four day weekend getaway the idea for me in my mind is we leave on a friday and we either come back on a Sunday night or we come back on a on a Monday. That that or if potentially we leave on Saturday, uh, and we have Sunday, and then we come back Monday evening. But ge- generally, I think for Stephanie, especially since McKenna's still in high school right now, uh, the idea is that we're back in time, like Monday afternoon, Monday early evening ish. That's that's really the idea. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday fly back or drive back home. Now, as far as, you know, the extravagance of it, uh, this is more than just going out to dinner and a movie. This is us getting out of our environment here that we normally live in. Uh, we This is us going on a road trip. We might take a road trip, for example, down to, oh, that would be cool, a little road trip to Maysville, Kentucky. Uh, that's a little inside thing between myself and Stephanie, uh, but a road trip down to Lexington for the weekend, a road trip down to Louisville, a road trip down to Nashville, a road trip up to Indianapolis, a road trip up to Columbus, a road trip anywhere, or a flight down to Orlando just to go to Disney World for a day or two, or a flight down to Orlando just to go to Universal Studios. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to talk her into, hey, would you like to just get away for a weekend? Let's leave early Friday morning, fly to the UK, fly back on Monday. You know, that's the kind of stuff I'm dreaming of. And you know, I think initially... What I want to encourage you to think about here is as you think about this, it's like must be nice for you, Cliff. You know, it is nice. And it could be nice for you as well. You see, there was a time when I would hear people living life according to their dreams. 
and I'm, it must be nice for them. And there's no way I could afford that. And the reality is, is that if you don't dream it, you'll never experience it. So start dreaming about what you want. Start deciding ahead of time. Where is it that you want to go in life? What do you want to be a part of your life? And then ask yourself why. And there's a, I'm not going to go through all the details here, but let me tell you, there are, there are hundreds of benefits of date weekends. It's, it's, it, it helps our children understand just the vital relationship that Stephanie and I have that we put ourselves above our commitment to them. And that, that's some, for some people, that's a little bit of, huh? Yeah, and I want you to find somebody. I want my kids to find somebody who's willing to invest in their marriage the way that Stephanie and I do. We want to be an example of an investment in your relationship. You know, so many people, so many of us, so many times I've invested in my business. So many times I've invested in my own personal things I want for myself. So many times I make investments in this and that. Well, nothing, I mean, I, I want to make invest, I want to make investments in my own physical fitness and my own personal health. I want to make, I want to make major, gigantic investments in the number one relationship that I hope will last into my 70s and 80s, 90s. Maybe Stephanie and I will be the first married couple where we both live into our 120s together. And, and for our 120th, for my 120th birthday and then what Stephanie's birthday, that I hope that, you know, after we both hit 100 years old, that we celebrate by going away for the weekend. Stephanie goes to the spa and I go ride my bike for 100 miles. I, I know that's insane. But you know what? You never know. The medical advances that we're making today, I, I'm not going to say anything's impossible, but I, I just love this relationship with my wife, and I want it to continue to get better every single day. And going away for the weekend, getting her out of all of the distractions, hey, mom, can you do this for me? Hey, there's dirty dishes in the sink. Hey, there's this that needs to get done. All of these other distractions, let's wipe them all away, and let's go out of this environment and experience some new thing together. That, for me, that's date weekend. And I want to experience that approximately four times a year, once a quarter. All right, so what I want to do here is I want to share with you um, what my date weekend looked like. And I'm going to do that by uh, giving you a, a, a bird's eye view of how the date weekend went. And before I do that, I'm I'm getting ready to share with you my day one journal, which those of you who have been subscribed to the audio journal, you know I have been using the day one app and I've been telling you just how much I've been documenting my life. Generally speaking, what I do on a typical basis when I'm here and it's easy for me to do throughout the day, I kind of document my day as I'm going through it. Uh, If you want to see, for example, what that looks like, I believe I have this documented today. So this is, I'm going to give you, and I'm going to, I know that some of you are listening to this via the Audio Journal audio podcast. You may be hearing this as an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, and I think that this is going to translate pretty well over to audio without you seeing the visuals. But I do think that if you were to watch the video of this, you might actually enjoy seeing the formatting and and what the look and the visual appeal of the Day One app is in this scenario. And I'm going to just take this post to full screen. This is Friday, January 24th, 2020, which happens to be the day that I'm recording this, the day that I'm streaming this live, all that good stuff. 
And every day I typically, this is what a typical journal would look like for me. And I hope that there's nothing in here that you shouldn't see. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there isn't. Uh, So anyway, things I did today, that's how I start off each day, 7.26 a.m., I'm sitting in my office uh, getting ready to begin my day. At this moment, my day is like a blank canvas with the exception that I probably should complete that issue issue 1099's task. Um, Let's see here. I should complete the issue 1099's task that I've been pushing back day after day. Today is the day I told my accountant that I would do them. I realized that I it won't it wouldn't take long to process if I just started on the project. It's just that I assume that there are two or uh, there are a few uh, W9s that I don't have on file. I have to get information from those vendors and and of course the I know for myself it's like ain't nobody got time for that. I have no desire, blah blah blah. And some of you are thinking, well, why don't you have a VA that can just do that stuff for you? Uh, it's just because there's very few things like that that I would give to a VA right now in this season of my life. I just don't need it. So Anyway, outside of the 1099s, it's Friday, and I've scheduled uh, and I've scheduled it so that I have no scheduled activities on Fridays any longer. So, if you haven't heard me share about this in the audio journal already, I have now uh, condensed all scheduled activities in my business. If you want to have a one-on-one calendar scheduled blocked out piece of time with me, whether it's a one-on-one coaching call, a mastermind call, or anything that only happens on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays. And so I have it set up from this point forward, at least for the foreseeable future, nobody can book calls with me on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, which means that anytime we decide to go away for a date weekend, not a big deal because there's nothing committed on my calendar. And that's the way that I've created my business and my life for me to live that way. So I have nothing on here for Friday scheduled. I'm currently just playing around with Libby slash OneDrive content uh, stuff to see if there are options that are, what other options are currently available to me for content. So this is, Libby is an app that you can get on your iPhone or uh, other devices. It gives you access to audiobooks and ebooks and magazines that you can get for free through your library card uh, through your local library. Some cities, some areas, some libraries are not a part of OneDrive slash Libby, but that's okay. There are, you just contact your library and say, listen, do you do this? And they say no. And then you say, well, do you have any other option? Yes, download this app and go find it. Lots of stuff out there. I, I, now, I'm an Audible subscriber. i I I usually buy about 12 to 36 Audible credits per year, and I love paying for my Audible account. No worries at all there. And uh, I also have a Kindle app, and I have tons of books in my Kindle. I have no problem buying those. But the thing is, is occasionally there is a bunch of books out there. I'm not sure I want to actually buy them, but I'd love to test them out. And so I go over to Libby, and I can just you know, listen to or read a few chapters here and there, see if I like it before I decide if I want to go buy it. So I kind of like that app and I was playing around with it. And then uh, Libby is awesome. I checked out the OneDrive app, which was the predecessor to Libby. Uh, I wrote down here, okay, that was a fruitless pursuit. Moving on now. (laughs) 
8.35 a.m., I created a draft email with the subject line 1099 forms, which will go to my accountant uh, as soon as I get everything. It says, this has all the vendors listed. It has all the amounts that I paid the vendors. It has all the information from the W-9s needed for most vendors, all but four. I requested three W-9s from uh, my event production team. I requested that Stephanie get uh, a W-9 from Mary Maids, who are the cleaning service that we use that comes to clean the house each week. Uh, 10.07 a.m., worked out for 45 minutes on the elliptical. I watched the recording of Ray's Instagram Live. It was awesome to see Mark Mason on his live stream. I had a great FaceTime one-on-one conversation with Ray this morning. Uh, I then came into my office. I'm starting to toy around with Ecamm as I'm thinking about doing more live streaming again. And then, of course, inside of my day one app, I embedded picture uh, a picture of me watching Ray's Instagram live rebroadcast. I took a little screen capture of when he and Mark were on there together. I did not take a screen capture of my Facebook uh, time there. But I love having pictures and, and real-time uh, reminders of what these experiences were like. I, it, it's just awesome. 10, 11 a.m. Sent Mike Skiff a friendly reminder to update his card information. Uh, I'm now heading out to the uh, up to the shower to plan. I will plan the rest of my day when I walk back into the office again. 11.50 a.m. Fixed myself a salad for lunch. Took Leo out for a walk, which is our pup, by the way. Chatted with Stephanie and Megan for just a bit. Took a shower. Uh, Stephanie and Megan were heading out to have lunch with Stephanie's dad. I took uh, took this shot of Megan and I before she they left for lunch, and I've got a, pic, a selfie with myself and Megan. She's getting ready to go back to college for her next semester. She leaves this evening, and I just wanted to make sure to capture a picture with her today. I'll get another picture before she leaves this evening with our whole family together. 11.52 a.m., I received the W-9 information for Mary Maids and updated the draft email. I sent an iMessage to Matt and Lauren just in case uh, they see it before the email that I sent earlier. I'm now back in my office. The next thing I want to do is record an episode of the Audio Journal, but also stream it live on Facebook and also share it on uh, share it as a YouTube vlog. I'm going to start outlining that episode now. And so there you go. So far... That is how my day one journal goes. Now, why do I do this? And I've explained this in the audio journal in the past. What I love about documenting my day in this way, and of course, I typically will do that from the morning through the evening. And the reason why I love this, the benefit that I love is number one, it's as I'm going through my day, I'm intentionally asking myself, am I doing the things that are most important? Are the things that I'm documenting here are these valuable investments of the resource of time that God has given me today? That's, that's a valuable ask, a question to ask myself, and, and this really helps me stay focused on being present in each moment throughout my day. Another benefit of documenting my day through the Day One Journal, you, and by the way, you could document your day through lots of different things. I just happen to use the Day One Journal. And another benefit is... There used to be a time when I would create like an entirely long list. I might have five things on my to-do list. I might have 15 things on my to-do list that I need to get done today. And all of them seem to be super urgent, super important. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this before, but there have been times when at the end of the day, let's just say there were 10 things on my list and I only checked off two of them. There are eight items on the to-do list that did not even get touched. 
Have you ever had that happen to you? And then at the end of the day, it's like, man, I've been busy. I didn't just sit around binge watching Netflix, which there's, I don't see anything wrong with that most of the time or usually occasionally. I didn't just sit around and sleep all afternoon. And I, I'm not even opposed to that if you didn't get great sleep the night before or you might not be feeling well. But it's it's not like I wasted my day. I, I was active all day long. I did things today, but I have no idea what I did. Have you ever felt that? That's happened to me so many times. And sometimes the way that I would feel, uh, like just about my just just my own evaluation about how I feel about myself in that moment was, wow, ten things on my list. I only did two. I must have no self discipline. I need to get better at this. I need to stop procrastinating on things. Woe is me, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm never really going to achieve anything if I don't start taking more action. And, and I, can, I can actually beat myself up pretty bad for not getting more stuff done. So what happens because of this, at the end of the day, I can scroll up to the top in day one and I can read those little timestamps throughout my day and say, oh, those are the things that I felt prompted to do in the moment. And what I found by documenting this is I see the number of things that I've done throughout my day that were not anticipated when I made my to-do list where I see God saying, hey, slow down. This is more important right now. Oh, don't get me wrong. There are some things I've done where I'm like, okay, I just got distracted. <laughs> and I went down a little rabbit hole. But the number of times I've gone down rabbit holes and did something that wasn't intended and maybe something that wasn't as important and something on my list, but there's most times, like 99% of the time, those little distractions where I go down and spend three hours investigating something, doing something that wasn't intended, oftentimes I find so much value in what I learned through that process that ultimately... It really was a valuable, it was a great investment of those 30 minutes, two hours, four hours. And when I go through and I actually see what I did and I remember why I made the decision to stop and say, you know what, I, I saw somebody's post on Facebook. There's a, there's a thing in here from Gary Tactics. His wife is uh, going under you know, surgery right now and asked for prayer. And I took some time out of my day to, to write a, a, to type up a prayer to God on her behalf. And then I felt compelled to write a comment and to spend some time there. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, those are the things that I, I just like, I forgot completely that I did that. I forgot completely that I watched, so listened to 25 minutes of somebody's podcast and I wrote them three or four paragraphs of, of, as of, of a response, encouraging them, inspiring them. So many little things that I would do through my day that are amazing investments of time but not but because they just are a part of who I am my identity the things that I was created to do in this world to encourage and inspire people they didn't get documented before and at the end of the day I'd forgotten that I did them because there are so many things that I did but at the end of the day when I look at a to-do list and I see man I just I don't know that I really did anything today and I would feel bad and but with this I look at every day I'm able to go through and it's like, oh, wow, what an incredibly gift. What an incredible gift that day was. Wow, am I extremely pleased with how I invested my day. And yes, I will tell you that is my result after most days. Why? 
because the fact that I'm documenting it makes sure that I'm even more intentional about what I'm about to do next. I love it. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back up the screen here, and I want to share with you now date weekend. So that's how I typically, that's how I would typically uh, do uh, my journaling. But I'm gonna do I'm gonna show you how I ended up date week uh, journaling date weekend, which if I'm not mistaken started out with a yeah okay great I can do some sliding back and forth. So we left for date weekend in Colorado on Friday, January 17th, all right? Friday, January 17th, and I started documenting my day as I would any other journal day. But then at one point, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna spend the time with Stephanie. I'm not gonna try to journal throughout all the different stops. We're on the go nonstop this weekend. But what I did is at the end of each day or the next day, I went back and I, I, by the way, if I'm not journaling by the moment, then I, what I do is I take a lot of selfies or a lot of pictures on my phone so that I remember the things to come back and add into my documentation later. And that's what I'm, you're going to hear in this audio episode. But for those who are watching the video, we'll see. All right. So Friday, January 17th, 2020, things I did today, 6.30 a.m., woke up at 4.45 a.m. or so. I'm completely packed and ready for the trip to Colorado. Even though I've had a bang energy drink, I'm feeling so tired. All right, 9.01 a.m. We have arrived at gate B7 at CVG Airport. Megan dropped us off this morning. Our flight boards at 10.29 a.m. My prayer this morning, Lord, I pray that things run smoothly at home while we are away this weekend. I pray that all of our kids, Leo, uh, kids and Leo remain healthy and safe. I pray that Matthew will continue to love his work at DHL and will consistently think about the opportunities for growth there. I pray that Stephanie and I will experience safe travels this weekend. I pray for our flights, our driving on the potentially snowy roads of Colorado. I pray for all of us, let's see, I pray for us to have an incredible experience together. I'm also praying that I'll be able to be fully present and enjoy this weekend with Stephanie without feeling like I need to be need to keep thinking about work. By the way, I'm incredibly thankful for the fact that I'm three for three out of the current clients who have set up their new mastermind subscriptions for their increased amount of $1,000 per month. All right, and so I have a photo of here in the morning when before Stephanie and I left for the airport because Megan's, we were just walking out the door uh, for Megan to drive us and drop us off at the airport. And I said, hey, let's get a selfie. And so I've got that picture in here. I, I Oh my gosh, I see the joy, the exuberant joy and the smiles on my face and on Stephanie's face in this journal uh, when it comes to our pictures at the airport terminal, and then as we're sitting on the airplane. And then at 12.38 p.m., we are on our flight to Denver, still one hour, 11 minutes until we arrive. I've watched a few YouTube videos that I downloaded before boarding. I just reread a few chapters of Jason Fried's book, Rework. So many valuable insights in that book. Reminds me how much I love the format of that book. And then I wrote down here, the rest of this entry is being uh, told the next day as I didn't journal throughout the day. And then I have lots of subheadings here. Arrival at the airport. After we arrived at Denver Airport, we picked up our bags from baggage claim and took the shuttle to the thrifty car rental place. I know, it's like, do you really need to document all that stuff? No, I don't. 
but do I like it? Yeah, I do. So I do it. The thrifty experience. Let's check this out. I had prepaid for a mid-size, mid-size SUV in, uh, in full ahead of time. The guy at the counter attempted to sell me an upgraded six-cylinder SUV vehicle, which would have been $330 upgrade for the trip. I'd only paid $109 for the entire weekend for the mid-sized SUV. I elected to keep what I prepaid for. I was prepared to pay for the insurance per day to cover the quote-unquote loss of use if something were to happen to the vehicle. However, they only had a package for the insurance, which would have been $33 per day. That's more than I had paid to rent the car. In the future, I'm going to consider the option offered by Hotwire or wherever I rent my vehicle or maybe contact my credit card companies or AAA to see if there's some coverage that will cover these uh, loss of use. By the way, loss of use is where, uh, see, I have insurance that would pay for the car if it's damaged. If it's my fault, they'll cover it. I just have to pay my deductible. But what it doesn't cover is the loss of the use of that car for the rental car company. So they, if they couldn't, if they can prove that they could have rented that car out at you know fifteen twenty five dollars a day. Well, if it's gone for 25 days being repaired, I'd have to pay that 15 to $25 a day for the 25 days that it wasn't available to be rented out. That's called the loss of use. And then I got a little note in here. Side note, the kids sent us a Snapchat video where they demonstrate that they taught Leo how to do a fist bump. Now, this is one of those things where, um, you know, you're not going to get this in the audio form, but those who are actually watching this in the video... Um, there's a little Snapchat video that, that we actually got where you can actually see Matthew and Leo and he has Leo to sit down and does a fist bump. It's absolutely cool. And I love it. All right. So that's in here. I, 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 what I love about day one journal, I can include video clip. I can include video. I can include photos. I include audio. It is so awesome what I can do. All right. So Let's see here. The original Chipotle. Stephanie and I drove to the original Chipotle location at 1644 East Evans Avenue. I have eaten at this Chipotle back in October when I came to Colorado with Matthew. It was fun to also share this experience with Stephanie. And of course, I have a picture of our smiling faces. Just remind, I mean, I look at this picture and I'm like, man, I can remember that moment. It's, it's even more than just reading the words that we went to that Chipotle, but to see the face and it's like, it puts me back there and I feel the joy that I had. And I remember, and just looking at this picture, actually not, I, I see the, the sky. I remember the weather. I remember the drive there. I remember the conversation inside the restaurant. I remember the carefree atmosphere of what are we going to do next? All that stuff. Next item on here says Union Station. Our next stop was Union Station, downtown Denver. It's a historic train station with a few unique restaurants and shops. We chose to go here so that we could actually have an experience of something from downtown Denver. We really enjoyed our short exploration there. And we got a selfie of us in front of Union Station. Then I have down here the Tattered Covered Bookstore. Um, let's see. Inside the Union Station, we found the Tattered Cover Bookstore. It was a delightful bookstore. What what I most loved about it was the unique handwritten staff picks slash recommendations. Check out the two images below. 
I'm not a fan of physical books, but if I were, I would have likely purchased books from this store simply due to this unique service that they offer. Instead, I've added two fo- two books shown in the photos below to my Audible wish list. Makes me think I need to fire up my Google Reads account again. And I forgot that I wrote that. Maybe I do need to do that. I heard Father Rodder talking about Google Reads re- recently. Anyway, Red Rocks Amphitheater. Our visit to Red Rocks was in an incredible experience. Stephanie and I climbed all the way from a small parking lot up every flight of stairs to the top of this place. There was a high wind advisory for Denver that day. Winds were between 30 to 40 miles per hour with potential wind gusts up to 80 miles per hour. Needless to say, walking up the steps was an incredible activity that we did together that we will never forget. Now, inside of here, I put a ton of, I just imported a ton of pictures and videos that I took while at Red Rocks. And the cool thing is, is if you just import a bunch of them together, it puts it in kind of like a collage style. style. But if I want to, I can click on any one of those pictures and I can go through as a slideshow. And I have a picture of Stephanie and I with Red Rocks behind us, the view uh, from near the top. Um, there's a video of Stephanie and I as we're walking up and literally being almost blown d- back down the steps. I mean, the wind is incredible. The smiles on our faces, the video. I love the fact that I have these little videos in here. I got video of the just the surrounding views and just what it was. It's like, man, I love that I have this documentation and I can always remember this date weekend in a way that is unique that would not happen if I had not documented it the way that I have documented it here. The smiles of our on our faces when we, we took these pictures, the view, the enormous, enormous, overwhelming feeling of awe as we did this trip together is absolutely incredible. I loved our Red Rocks experience. And so... And then I'm going to pinch that down and I go down to our next thing here. Local host arena. After we left Red Rocks, I drove Stephanie to Lakewood, Colorado, which is where Matthew and I spent most of our time together when we were here back in October. I even took her inside the local host arena to show her this amazing event facility. Stephanie was instantly impressed as much as I was when I first saw this place. We need one of these in our area, she said. And she even said, why doesn't Matthew start one of these? And who knows, he may do that one day. And I've got a picture of us inside local host. And we actually took that picture to text it to Matthew and say, hey, look where I took mom. A few more stops. Next, I took Stephanie across the street to Pets and Such store that I had told her about. We found a new harness for Leo that will be much easier for her to unclasp. Uh, We drove down to the vitamin shop and I purchased a few Bang Energy drinks and some Quest bars. Uh, we then had dinner at Smash Burger. We both ate keto friendly there, and there's a se- there's a picture of us, a selfie in Smash Burger. Uh, the Omni Interlaken Resort Hotel. Mark Gossman had gifted us an amazing home to stay in Breckenridge this weekend, but it would not be available until Saturday afternoon. I wanted to find a place where Stephanie and I, for Stephanie and I to stay in Denver that was a little bit more than your standard Hyatt Place hotel room. Not, by the way, not that there's anything wrong with a Hyatt Place hotel room. Stephanie and I have stayed in many of them and we probably still will for many uh, date weekend getaways. Who knows? Just all kinds of 
opportunities there. But I just wanted to go a little extravagant, a little bit more above and beyond for this trip, especially given what was going to happen over the next couple days. And I put on here, I found the Omni Interlocking Resort Hotel using Hotels.com. We were able to use one of my earned free nights to book our room there. Check this out. It only cost us $23.14 for miscellaneous taxes or whatever. It was an incredible experience. It was a great hotel room. Our hotel room was very nice, and I'm glad we didn't settle for a higher place for our hashtag date weekend. So that was Friday. And then... Saturday, January 18th, 2020, things I did today, 9.44 a.m., so I start the day kind of logging again. We're at the Omni Interlochen Hotel. I just wrapped up my journaling experiences from yesterday. Stephanie's in the bathroom getting ready. Today, we uh, we will find a Target to buy a dress shirt, which, by the way, I forgot to buy. Uh, I only pack t-shirts for the weekend and to get a few groceries for the house that we're staying at. Then we'll drive up through the Rocky Mountains to check out the home that Mark Gossman has gifted us for the weekend. Uh, 9.58 a.m. Just finished catching up Oh my goodness, on all of my iMessage communications. I have a few items that are on my to-do list today, but nothing that can't wait till until later or tomorrow. And by the way, little spoiler alert, they didn't actually happen at all. I just put off everything until I got back. Uh, then from there, I, I, I have, it, it's going back to subheadings. So I actually used photos to remind myself of the things and photos and videos to remind myself. Okay. We're checking out of the Omni Resort Hotel. Stephanie's all packed with her Minnie Mouse themed luggage, ready to head for Breckenridge. And there's a picture of Stephanie in here with her luggage. This is her for just, she has, uh, she has a regular bag that she checked. She has a carry-on bag. She has a makeup bag and she has a purse and it's all Minnie Mouse themed. My wife is absolutely obsessed with Minnie Mouse and I love that about her. Anyway, breakfast slash lunch at the hotel restaurant. We decided to grab a three egg omelet starting out our road trip through the Rocky Mountain or before going on our road trip. Took a picture of us while we were at the hotel restaurant. Uh, we went to Target for a road tr- um, uh, shopping trip. We stopped at Target to pick up some uh, items for the road trip. Uh, then a little picture of us uh, posted there before we uh, hit the road. Road trip entertainment. During our road trip into the mountains, we spent time in conversation, listen- listening to the 50 Sh- Shades of Grey soundtracks, and we listened to the audiobook of Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis, or at least many chapters of it anyway. And then I have a, a short little video clip in here of what the view was like. I mean, traffic was moving pretty slow, and the Subaru Outback that I had uh, had rented had what they call, uh, what is that called? It's it's a certain kind of uh, of road, uh, gosh, cruise, adaptive cruise control. So it kind of drives for you if it, it keeps the distance in front of you. So I took, I, I took a little video clip of what it was like to drive through the mountains. While in Breckenridge, we found a great parking spot and took the following photo. And there's a picture of Stephanie and I all bundled up. Uh, we walked to, up to Clint's coffee shop to buy a $200 gift card to the uh, let's, as, uh, to put into the thank you card that I got for Mark uh, Gossman. Uh, to give to him at dinner. We really wanted to express our appreciation for the amazing gift of this weekend stay in Breckenridge. And I got a picture of Stephanie and I in this uh, quaint little uh, coffee shop inside downtown Breckenridge. 
Uh, I was, let's see here, it was getting close to time for Mark and Stephanie Gossman to meet us at the house. However, before heading to the house, I drove Stephanie up to the Overlook spot to grab this photo of us uh, with uh, background with the backdrop of the town of Breckenridge behind us, and love that shot, and got some for Instagram as well. Arriving at the house, and my friends, th- this is something that I can't even begin to describe to you in audio. But some uh, some folks are watching this live on Facebook. You may be seeing this on YouTube. That right there is the house that Stephanie and I had. Right there, I mean, seriously, that right there, that whole, what you see right there, that entire home was ours for the rest of the weekend on our date weekend at no cost to us. As a generous gift from one of my one-on-one coaching clients, his name is Mark Gossman. You can rent this place. It's called the Gold Run Chalet, by the way. You can rent this for yourself. You can hold team retreats there. Just go to visitbreckenridge.com. Visitbreckenridge.com or ask me for a connection to my friend Mark Gossman. You can rent this house. It's freaking amazing. It is incredible. It has stone floors throughout the first level and all the main gathering areas, and they're heated heated stone floor. So we're walking around barefoot on stone floors. It's 14 degrees outside, but our feet are a nice cozy 70.5 degrees because the stones on the floor are heated. Oh my gosh. It was so incredible. Amazing, amazing place. And I definitely will go back there and probably reserve this for some retreats and workshops that I do in the future. And I wrote down here, oh my gosh, this house is amazing. I'll actually take photos or videos of the home tomorrow, include them in tomorrow's journal. However, I did grab a shot of the Subaru uh, that we, car we rented. Then I've got here dinner at the restaurant called Relish in Breckenridge. We had a wonderful time at dinner with Mark and Stephanie Gossman. They had amazing steaks there, great ambiance, and the view for our, from our window was amazing. Stephanie and I picked up the tab for dinner and gave Mark the thank you card. I'm so thankful for this amazing weekend opportunity, and I definitely wanted to express our appreciation. And then I, we had the, the wait staff take a photo of us, the four of us at dinner together, and it was just a great evening. After dinner, Mark offered to take this photo of Stephanie and I outside, and I love that picture. I can, it, yeah, I, I, it's just, I love documenting all of this stuff inside of here. And then after that, it says, authentic wood-burning fire. I built us a nice fire in this, and this fireplace was massive, by the way. And I'm just going to tap into here, and of course, I've got video of the fire that I built inside of this giant fireplace, and I, I need to remember not to pull out of here, but just, I can I have a picture of just how massive this fireplace was, and just, yeah, it, this place was so incredibly awesome. Beyond anything I could have imagined, this environment, if you can only imagine what I mean, the, the, when we thought about date weekends, I didn't think about things this extravagant. I didn't think about, but I, but I just, dr- I dared to dream about date weekends, and we have this experience, and that was the end of that evening. But get this, that's not all, because that was just Saturday. So next we we move on in here, and let me uh, click 
done, and I think that I'm uh, messing up my day one journal here. So let me see if I can reload it and get into Sunday. Uh, let's see, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. This, by the way, is a, a unique feature of the audio journal. Uh, there is no set length on one of these episodes, and I'm, there is no typically no editing on an audio journal. So now what I'm doing is I'm looking for Sunday the 19th, and we'll just go full screen here. Things I did today. Found the following quote in a shop in Breckenridge. Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. I like that. All right. We started off our day with our homemade salads. Stephanie and I worked in the kitchen together to make a nice, healthy, keto-friendly salad. Uh, Let's see here. Took a couple shots of the beautiful views we had this morning. And by the way, the photos uh, of these views literally do no justice at all to what it was actually like to see those mountains right outside our windows. But I have a couple more uh, photos in here. Uh, Our visit to Sapphire Point. By the way, if you ever go to Breckenridge, Colorado, you want to type into your GPS Sapphire Point. Mark Gossman, thank you so much. It is exactly what I wanted uh, for for Stephanie and I to experience. And I took a little panoramic view of what those mountains look like from Sapphire Point. And it was exactly, this is the dream. This is the vision I had in my mind. When I thought about going to the Rocky Mountains covered in snow, I dreamed of this look. I dreamed of seeing the mountains just like this. And then to actually be there and experience it was unbelievable. And now this photo of of Stephanie and I in front of those mountains is actually what I'm using now to uh, as, as my backdrop, as my wallpaper on my iPad. And I have, again, I have a little video of us driving down from Sapphire Point, absolutely gorgeous. And uh, moving on to the next thing in here, Stephanie and I went to the gondola to ride up to the ski area, and I got a couple pictures of that. I have some video in here of uh, of the ski area, and of course, I can go in and see all of this stuff and relive it, re-experience it, and and it's already pretty exciting to re-experience it just a week later. But it's even more exciting, I can imagine, to to go two or three or fifteen or twenty years from now and come back and relive these date weekends through this kind of uh, documentation. Stephanie and I stopped at the local market for some hydration supplies, a.k.a. some sugar-free Gatorade because, oh man, got to stay hydrated in the mountains, let me tell you, at that elevation. After exploring downtown Breckenridge, we had some amazing brisket at the Whiskey Star Smokehouse and got a picture of us there, picture of the menu. Um, We then came back to the house, built a fire, watched the end of a football game, and just enjoyed each other's company. Then Monday, things I did today, 6.31 a.m., woke up at 5.50 a.m., and Stephanie and I are getting things packed up here in the Breckenridge home. Uh, And then I took a selfie of us that morning. The drive back to Denver. Uh, The drive back to Denver Denver was beautiful. Thankfully, we didn't have uh, much traffic. I think it was the total journey was about two uh, oh, we it was about two hours with pee breaks included. Uh, we listened to a bit of 50, 50 Shades of Grey soundtracks, and then we listened to more of the Girl, Wash Your Face audiobook by Rachel Hollis. 
Noise canceling headphones. After we arrived in Colorado, Stephanie remarked that she would like to have a pair of noise canceling headphones for, to wear for herself when she flies because I had them. She didn't. Um, let's see here. She specifically mentioned that she wanted pretty pink or purple pair. When we arrived at the Denver airport, I purchased her a pair of pink Bose noise head- canceling headphones. They were quite expensive because we purchased them at the airport. However, she was able to make immediate use of them on the flight home, and she is worth it. And of course, I got a picture of her in wearing her Bose noise canceling headphones. Then we says Denver Chop House. We had a great lunch at the airport in Denver. Uh, at the Denver Chop House, I had a filet with asparagus. Stephanie had a salad and a burger without a bun. And then I have down here flying first class. We flew first class on our trip home from Colorado. On the flight, I watched a number of videos that I had quickly downloaded off of YouTube. And I watched a few episodes of The Tomorrow People, which is a 1970s British science fiction show for kids. And yes, I love to go back and watch that old crazy stuff. Got a picture of us sitting in first class seats and just having a good time. I got a little note here. Happy birthday to me. After we got home, we hung out with the kids who all wished me a happy birthday. They got me two birthday cards and are currently working on making me a keto-friendly carrot cake. And this was all on Monday, January 20th. Monday, January 20th was my 47th birthday. So, And then my new wedding ring. For Christmas, Stephanie... Uh, bought me a wedding ring. Uh, Let's see here. We had to take it back to exchange it for a smaller size. Uh, We had received a call right after we landed in Denver on Friday that it was ready to be picked up. Stephanie, Megan, Leo, and I drove to Kroger, uh, which there's the Fred Meyers Jewelers inside of there. And Megan and Leo stayed in the car. Stephanie and I went into Fred Meyers, picked up my ring, and I love it. And of course, I've got the pictures uh, close up of my ring on my finger and just it, it's just a neat little thing there. Uh, I love my new wedding ring. And I've been waiting for it since Christmas. So I'm just so excited to have it. And then uh, the last thing I have on here for Monday, an introduction to hypnotherapy. I recently met Tim Schur through Christopher Valls. So far, I've been very impressed with my interactions with him. I've asked him for book recommendation that would give me a great introduction into the study of hypnotherapy. I was delighted to have uh, I was delighted to have a package waiting for me when I re- when I arrived at home. It was a gift from Tim. He didn't know it was my birthday, but he wanted to say, since I had asked for a book recommendation, I'll take care of you. I didn't know that I thought he was going to send me a book recommendation. I didn't know he was going to send me the actual book. Anyway, it is he sent me it was a gift from Tim. It was a book titled The Wizard Within: The Krasner Method of Hypnotherapy by Dr. A.M. Krasner. The gift note inside said, "Hi Cliff, I used this book for years when teaching hypnotherapy. Hope you enjoy it and I'm here for you if you have any questions." From Tim Shore. And then I've, I've got, of course, a picture of the book uh, as in, in my day one journal. Below are three random items that I wanted to log today. Number one, the need to dream. That's a thought that I had as for, for a book title. I, Stephanie and I were just talking, and I'm like, the need to dream. I think I want to write a book, and I think it might be called the need to dream. Uh, number two, the journey is the reward, a quote I heard uh, attributed to Steve God, uh, Jobs. Uh, number three, do insanely great work. And actually, the quote attributed to Steve Jobs again 
is usually he said, build insanely great products. But I just, you know, I don't make a lot of product. Actually, I do make products. So I'm going to build insanely great products as well. But do insanely great work. I, I'm taking that as inspiration. And then at 9.30 p.m. on Monday, January 20th, uh, Stephanie texted the family group chat that the keto-friendly ca- uh, carrot cake was finished. It was delicious. And I have a photo in there of the carrot cake. 10.24 p.m., I just finished reading chapter one of the Wizard Within book. Stephanie just walked in. It's been a long day of travel. Time for bed. And that, my friends, is my date week weekend documented journey experience inside of the Day One app. I got to tell you, I just love life. I love being intentional about how I'm spending every moment of my life. I love about, I love dreaming about the things that I'd love to have as a part of my life and then seeing them become a reality. This is how it all works in life. Life is created. You are creating the life that you have created, the life that you have today. Don't get me wrong, some things are happening in you, some of the circumstances that you're facing, they were outside of your control. However, where you are today as a result is mostly due to the result of how you responded to those circumstances in your life. The decisions that you've made, the thoughts that you've habitually thought of and 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 processed and taken action on. There is so much, but this episode is already over an hour long. I had anticipated sharing with you my thoughts from the Wizard Within book. I, there is so much on here about why I'm taking a deep dive into hypnotherapy. Why am I interested in it? And if you're if you're like I used to be, you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, Cliff's going way off the deep end. Hypnotherapy. Is he going to be a hypnotist now? Um, you know, because there's a lot of associations with hypnosis and, and hypnotherapy being black magic and, and darks. And there's a lot of myths that I've learned. Oh my gosh, that's why people think about this. But if, if hypnotherapy is real and if it works, I promise you it works because God created it to work. There are scriptures in the Bible that actually talk about using the principles found in that, that, that hypnotherapy or at least lead you into the practice of hypnotherapy. Anyway, that's, that's more than I'm going to get into here. I probably shouldn't have even said all of that because I'm opening up a can of worms and all kinds of potential feedback from that. But I do have an entire outline of some thoughts I want to share on, on the things I've already learned uh, from this book, The Wizard Within. And The Wizard, by the way, is in reference to The Wizard of Oz. The author, Dr. Krasner, was fascinated with the the story of Wizard of Oz as a kid and how there... Let me just read this one thing to you uh, about that because um, I do have... I texted this friend to a... to You know what? I can do a long episode, can't I? Because, man, if I, don't, if I don't do a long episode and just cover all of this, I don't know that I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to do a long episode. What the heck? Let's get into some hypnotherapy. I'm not going to put this off until next week. You're not. You're getting it all today. I'm just going to take a drink of water, if that's okay with you guys. So, by the way, originally this is an episode of the Audio Journal, 
And audio journal subscribers know there is no set format length of an audio journal episode. An audio journal episode, you get anything that I feel led to share. And so if you like this, become a subscriber of the audio journal, mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. I, I produce that show way more than I do the Cliff Ravenscraft show. It's my favorite show. I love the audio journal more than any other podcast I've ever produced. It's the audio journal, mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. So I am going to continue on, continue on here. Let me just share with you what I learned. As a matter of fact, I'll even go back. For those who are watching the video, you can read my notes along with me. How's that? Whoo! Okay, so we covered date weekend. Now we're the wizard within, Dr. A.M. Krasner. First of all, I want to tell you, I sent a text message to my a couple of my friends, and I said, hey, I just read this powerful quote in the preface of a brand new book that I just started reading on hypnotherapy. The author explained that as a boy, he was enchanted by the story of the Wizard of Oz. He explained how the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Scarecrow all had what they most wanted within them, but they just didn't believe it until they met the wizard. Get this. This is my favorite quote. Never mind that the wizard turned out to be an ordinary man. He was extraordinary in that he had the capacity to engender belief, to change the course of people's lives by changing their beliefs about themselves. And oh my gosh, did that resonate with me. That is exactly what I do. I have never once thought about the fact that I'm kind of like the Wizard of Oz. And I know that sounds, it sounds weird, but wow, eye-opening. Um, the next note, I'm going to just read you some notes here so we can get through this and, and wrap things up for you. But what is hypnosis? I be, this is The author gave a lot of people's definitions and beliefs and ex- explanations of what hypnosis is. Here's what he says, Dr. Krasner. He says, I believe Hypnosis to be the process which produces relaxation, distraction of the conscious mind, heightened suggestibility, and increased awareness, allowing access to the subconscious mind through the imagination. It also produces the ability to experience thoughts and images as real. Now you can go back, you know, a couple. Use your back button and listen to that again. It's pretty powerful stuff. This book, by the way, is not available on Kindle. It's not available in Audible. I actually am using a physical book to read this thing. I had, I even went out to Amazon and found myself a little book light to see it at night when I'm reading in bed. Okay, next here. Uh, let's see here. For the process of hypnosis to be effective, there are two components that must be present. Belief and expectation. If a person has the belief that he can be hypnotized and the expectation that he will be hypnotized, then he will be hypnotized every time. All right. Myths fear, myths and fears about hypnosis. First of all, the evil associations. I got to tell you, I had, some, I had some associations with hypnotism being kind of an evil, black magic, kind of creepy kind of 
thing. All right. I don't I didn't even know where those feelings came from, but I've always kind of like, ah, that seems a little dark magic. It seems a little evil spiritish, you know, a little new agey, a little mind control, whatever. I had, I, I had some pretty negative associations, but the thing I've learned is I can't just take things that have been handed down that give me some sort of negative. I, I can't be closed off to experiencing truth that God has created in the universe and in the world for us to use for our benefit just because some people have have made associations for themselves, I don't want to do that, that's evil, and therefore they've written it off and they tell you that you should write it off as well. Anyway, this book gives some great history on hypnosis, how it came about, how people first discovered it as far as first documented and all this other stuff. And it gives a uh, description of how it fell out of accepted practice as a result of the royal British family. In fact, here are some quotes from the book. Early in the first century, the practice of laying on of hands, by the way, Christians, biblical scholars, does that sound familiar? Anyway, early in the first hand, the practice of laying on of hands was introduced. Uh, Its therapeutic value was reinforced by the approval and use of the English monarchy, particularly Edward the Confessor from 1042 to 1066 A.D., Who's famous? who is famous for practicing what he called the royal touch. So popular was this cure that the procedure was soon recognized by the Church of England to the extent that proper procedures, in quotes, uh, complete with healing hymns and chants to facilitate the cures were written into the liturgy of the church. Public acceptance was virtually assured at this point. After all, the church is never wrong. (laughs) I love that. Uh, It follows then that as royalty eventually lost interest, so did the people. The concept of suggestion healing, in quotes, uh, fell into disrepute and under the cloak of black magic and sorcerers and magicians became its almost sole practitioners in the civilized world. The Middle Ages found people distrusting, even fearing, those who practiced those methods. It's actually, it actually came to be considered more evil than beneficial. This period, the time, let's see here, this was the period in time during which most misconceptions were formed and unfortunately still exist. All right, so Cliff's not the best reader in the world and... This, some of this stuff could do with a little edit here and there. I get it. Anyway, fear of receiving... Rece- okay, so by the way, th- th- there's a lot more about the history of hypnotism, and this really dispelled a lot of this stuff. And there, there was a time early on when people used the practice of hypnosis and the power of suggestion in powerfully positive ways. There was a time when the church actually use this i think that there's when you really truly understand what hypnotism is the power of the subconscious mind it begins to help it has helped me see scriptures like hey whatever you believe whatever you believe and ask whatever you ask for in in prayer and believe and do not doubt with your critical thinking mind it will be done for you so if you are if someone is sick lay hands on, do this, be receptive. Basically, 
and and what happens is through the suggestion that you heal your, your body is going to heal itself if there's a belief and an expectation uh, your subconscious mind and in, in your body the way the mechanisms are all supposed to work it actually goes to work and makes your body heal. I know it sounds a little too weird, but there are reasons why miracle healings have taken place, and a lot of it has to do with some of these principles that, gosh, unfortunately fell into disrepute. Ah, Anyway, so I'm not going to go into more detail, but I can tell you right now, my fears about this being evil and, and all that other stuff, no. Just because something has been used by the occult by people who practice black magic, dark arts, all of that other stuff. Just because of that, I'm not going to assume that there that it can't also be used for the way that God intended these uh, these systems to be used. All right. Uh, there's some other myths and some fears that people have. It's like, for example, man, what if I get hypnotized? I, what if I reveal some secrets that I don't want to reveal? And he says, a subject who is under hypnosis has greater awareness than when he is fully awake and completely retains the power of selectivity. His secrets are secure. So basically, if you would never in a million years share something that you're holding as a secret, if you wouldn't share it in a fully conscious state, you would not, you would, you would select to also withhold that information in a hypnotic state. That is what he is stating here. And he says that again in just a few moments. For example, there's, well, I'm a, I don't want to even consider hypnotism because I'm afraid to be humiliated. And I, another association that I had with hypnotism before studying this book was I, I've only seen, I, I actually went as in college with my fraternity brothers. I went to a comedy show where there was a comedian slash hypnotist and he asked for volunteers from the audience, got them up on stage, hypnotized them. It looked like all of them were out. And then all of a sudden, he says, bark like a dog, and they're barking like a dog. You know, walk around like a chicken, and they're, you know, they're doing the whole thing, pretending to be a chicken and all this other stuff. And it's like, man, that, that, se- that, that seems like mind control. It seems like evil. It seems like all this other stuff. Um, here's, here's what it says here about stage acts. Those who do those who, who volunteer... Those who do these, who volunteer for these stage acts at, at these shows, they're already the type of people who are generally uninhibited, fun-loving people who realize that a hypnosis show is meant to be enjoyment for everyone involved. Volunteer subjects expect to participate in an entertaining show and that the audience likewise expects to be entertained. To repeat what I said earlier, the power of selectivity prevails in the hypnotic state. Therefore, a subject may never be induced to hurting himself or fold into committing a crime. If for any reason a subject finds a suggestion unacceptable, he will either refuse to participate or will spontaneously and completely come out of hypnosis. Very good stuff. And and you know what? I I... I tr- this stuff is resonating with me in a powerful way. Um, there's some other myths, like, for example, that you're asleep and you're not aware of what's going on. That is not true. And there's something that I learned in here. I heard Tim Schur, my friend who introduced me to this book, who gave me this book. Uh, he says, listen, you know, people, you, you know, those people actually remember what they did. It, it's not like they, they have amnesia 
about this. They actually do remember. They recall walking around like a chicken, barking like a dog. But they go along with the fact that they don't remember it because, you know, it's just... Anyway, it's fascinating. I, I love studying things that most people would just never study. In fact, I've been looking for a, a, a book that would stretch my understanding about how the subconscious mind works, how our human behavior is is established and all of this other stuff, things that are well off the beaten path. And this book, The Wizard Within, is so far off the beaten path, and I'm kind of excited to be one of the first people in my circle outside of my friend Tim Schur, who gave this to me, that is actually reading this book. So I'm excited about it. All right, so here's there's a whole chapter on the power of suggestion. And oh my gosh, does this resonate with everything else I've been learning. Here are some common statements. And oh my gosh, there's somebody that I know that I love that has been hypnotizing themselves uh, or sig- making suggestions that are actually putting them in a place that, that's very dangerous. And, and I'm going to talk with this friend of mine. But here, anyway, that's a whole other thing for, definitely not for a piece of content, just a conversation to have with a friend. But um, the power of suggestion, listen to this. Have you ever heard of these statements? Have you ever used a statement like this? I can't help but losing my temper. I can't help losing my temper. Everyone in my family is this way. No matter how hard I try, I just can't lose weight. Speaking in public terrifies me. I'm too afraid to even try. I have a poor memory for names. I just can't remember anyone's name. I know I won't sleep. I never can before a test or a big gig like this. I'm just stuck at this golf score. I've never said that one before, by the way, because I don't golf. Uh, Let's see here. Gloomy days make me feel sad. Or every time I see her, I get angry. All right? Now, here's what he says about those phrases. Do any of these sound familiar? Such statements are typical of the things that we say and hear every single day. Unfortunately, such statements seem to become self-fulfilling prophecies. Do you know why? Each one contains a negative suggestion that becomes a part of the memory bank deep inside the subconscious mind to be yielded up at a later time for the conscious mind to implement into action. Suggestion fueled by imagination plays a far more important role in our lives than most of us know. Our brain is constantly flashing information to for us to consider. The images it flashes for us include old images, those that were stored as children, adolescents, and other images that we pick up from our immediate environment. Every experience we have leaves its mark on the cortex of the brain. The cortex is the brain's receiving station for information fed to it by the nervous system. It's responsible for actually transforming that information into bodily action. Each time an experience is repeated, the mark or imprint is strengthened, making it even easier to repeat. Thoughts and behaviors become habitual through repetition. The good news, so, and and uh, there's a section, the good news here, okay, he asked this question, so are people stuck with their habits, helpless victims of circumstances beyond their control? 
Absolutely not. The power that accepts and stores those negative suggestions, the subconscious mind, is a powerful servo mechanism and uncritical, non-judgmental computer. It accepts as true any suggestion that is allowed to bypass that critical factor or critical cortex of your conscious mind to make entrance into the system of memory bank. The body is only a robot acting and performing on command. The computer can be reprogrammed. The old data can be replaced. Through hypnosis, new beliefs and behaviors can be established. Remember, we always act and feel and perform according to what we imagine and believe to be true about ourselves and our surroundings. Oh my gosh, there is so much more that I could say about this, and I know I'm opening up a big can of worms for a lot of people who might be thinking today the way that I used to think years ago, but I'm not so concerned about the way people think about me today. I'm totally fine. I want to tell you neither height nor depth nor angel nor demon nor principality or darkness, uh, nothing in all creation, there is absolutely nothing that can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Not even the study of hypnotherapy. (laughs) It is fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving what I'm learning here. And when I combine it with what I've learned through the stuff I've learned from the Tony Robbins material, the things that I've learned from Think and Grow Rich, uh, Napoleon Hill, things I've learned through Jim Rohn, the things that I've learned from Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz, the things that I've learned in this book called uh, The Power of the Subconscious Mind or The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, so many things that I'm studying, it's all beginning, they're all pieces to a puzzle and it's becoming to get clearer and clearer how we're made by our creator in such a powerful way and how I can transform first and foremost my life in the most incredible ways to create the life that I feel called to live in this world. And the awesome thing is the more I practice this stuff, the more that I learn, the more nuanced, the more experience I get with this in my own life, the more I'm able to bring some of these tools, some of these strategies and help people that I serve through my mastermind group, through my one-on-one coaching. It's having an incredible, profound impact in the world. And I'm absolutely loving the life that I'm living today. The life that I was created to live, I have created through much of these processes. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into, you know what, I'm convinced. Now that we're at the end of this, here's here's what I can tell you. I want to thank you for tuning in, for those of you who are listening to this, as Audio Journal episode number 128. Thank you so much for being an Audio Journal subscriber. Thank you so much for your the $10 a month that you pay towards not just the Audio Journal, but just to say, Cliff, you know, I'm a true fan of who you are, how you show up in the world, the work that you do. Even if I've never been a client of yours, even if I never am a client of yours, if I, ne- I, it doesn't matter to me if I've been a mastermind member, attended a Free the Dream conference, ever bought one of your digital products, ever hired you as a coach, none of that. I'm just glad to be able to be a $10 a month supporter, financially supporting the work that you do in this world. I love you and what you do. 
Thank you for being an Audio Journal subscriber. And especially thank you to those of you who are paid mastermind members, free the dream attendees, people who have paid for other products and services that I've done. Uh, it, 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 I, I thank you also, many of you who are also ongoing supporters via Patreon as well. If, if you are listening to this via the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, episode 634, which I'm actually a couple weeks ahead on now because there was an episode that I recorded a couple days ago that I put out today that was scheduled and released today. I have a conversation uh, with my friend Lingen uh, Sia from Fla- uh, France. And it is an incredible episode that's going to go out next Friday. It's already scheduled for 1 a.m. on Friday next week. Um, and chances are, I think it's very like I'm making this decision right now. This also is episode number 634 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. It's also a Facebook live stream that I'm doing right here. And it's also vlog episode 291 on my YouTube channel over at youtube.com slash cliff EOTC. And before I wrap everything up, check this out. For those of you who are in the audio journal, I'm going to leave this in. Uh, but I'm, uh, let's see here for the, uh, for the Cliff Ravenscraft show, I'm just going to say the end of this, but for the audio journal, you're going to hear the beginning of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. The video portions is going to capture all this stuff. It's all makes no sense at all, unless you actually know what I'm talking about. But anyway, for those of you listening to the Cliff Ravenscraft show, head over to mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal if you liked anything about this episode because this is the kind of content I'm creating on a consistent basis over at mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. If you love the content that I produce, you'll want to support it financially, feel free, mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. Until next time, thank you for subscribing to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show and I encourage you to take every area of your life to the next level. Mindset! Answer man!